Hey guys, happy Friday. How deep is your self-awareness? You know, we think like we know ourselves and then we're constantly either surprised in a good way or not about what's coming up because if we're open to about it and conscious of it, we're really evolving daily. And Kabbalah refers to us as like we're a microcosm of the entire world, just like the world is made up of continents and oceans of dry land and sea. So we also have like this ocean self and dry land self. This dry land self is like what we know about ourselves as of now, and also what we express to other people, our personalities, our physical appearance, our known abilities and strengths and talents. And then our ocean self is this mystery really beyond our surface that we haven't even allowed ourselves or we haven't even fully explored. I think we say that we only even know 5% of the entire ocean has been explored um, in the world and even within ourselves, like how much we don't yet know about ourselves. There's so much underneath. There's so much hidden strength and and, um, and courage and, and also the opposite of all different things lurking underneath there um, that we haven't fully explored. And in this week's Torah portion in Beshalach, we read about the dramatic incredible story of the Jewish people leaving Egypt and the splitting of the sea. And like to really see that and experience that in a present, um, relatable, personal way, which is a Torah supposed to be. And it's about reliving, and we're supposed to, in a sense, relive this Exodus experience in our own lives every day. And one way to understand that is that when the sea split, what that meant was that our ocean selves, that part of us that we haven't yet explored opens up and it reveals this like big path of dry land, which means that we become aware of all of our incredible stuff um, that's lurking deep underneath that surface that we haven't um, had access to until now. And I guess the, the biggest question that I ask myself is how on earth do we get there? I mean, splitting the sea, right, is not um, a natural phenomenon. So how do we get there? And there's a story that happens here right at the edge of the sea that literally when I first learned this and learned the Jewish mysticism around this story, um, this was about eight years ago I was studying in Israel, um, I actually cried my eyes out. <laughs> and this was a really big personal learning curve for me. Um, I was so stuck in my struggles and in my doubt and trying to figure out what I believed that um, this story really helped me navigate my own struggle and I hope that it does for you too. There's this midrash that as the Jews are standing by this ocean, right, and they're running away from Egypt and the Egyptian army is coming back to chase them because they want to take them back. Could you like imagine how terrified they are? Like there's nowhere to go and this huge unknown is in front of them, this huge terrifying ocean. Like how what are we going to do here? And apparently there was actually four groups and they each had different opinions and each give us so much insight into our own psychological journeys and trying to navigate the unknown in our lives and trying to navigate our struggles. So let me mention all four of them. One is that there was a group that said, let's just jump into the sea. Like literally that they were saying better that we commit suicide than let ourselves go back to Egypt. And part of that is also when we say to ourselves, better that we give up on what could be because it's not possible and we're so stuck here 
that we just give up all hope. There's there's suicide that can happen where literal, and then there's also like in a sense emotional suicide, hope suicide where we just let go of it. The second group said, let's return to Egypt. Better that we go back and become slaves again than get stuck in this war right here. And that's that part of us that says, I'd rather stay enslaved to the struggles that I'm stuck in and stay in the pain that I know now instead of having the courage to step forward into this unknown. And I can so relate to that. And I think for all of us, the unknown is our biggest fear and we just rather stay in the status quo. The third group said, let's start a war, wage war against Egypt and fight. While that sounds good, the problem is in any war, people really get hurt and there's lots of casualties. If we're going to be constantly engaged in our struggles and be like in this battle daily with our thoughts and with our doubts and with everything, it's so exhausting. We literally can't live in battle mode every single day. The fourth and final group said, let's cry out to God and pray and God will deal with it. And yeah, it's sometimes easier to say, well, I can't figure this out, so let God. And there's something beautiful about that. But also God's response is, no, it's not your job to just let it go to me. You have a job to do here. And that's why the response is so powerful. God says to Moses, tell the Jewish people, do not fear, stand firm, see the salvation that God will bring for you today. Though you see the Egyptians, you'll never see them again. God will fight for you. Stop, don't cry out. And he says, tell them that they should go forward. And it's then that the first person, Nachshon, steps his foot into the ocean. He walks all the way up until his nose and the sea is split. And why that's so powerful is God saying all of those fourth groups are not they're not going to get anywhere with this. You can't just jump back and, and, and give up hope. We can't just stay in the pain that we know, nor if we just engage in a constant battle, we're just exhausted and don't get anywhere. And if we just let go to God, we don't either. We need to take one step forward towards our goal. One step forward towards our promised land, even in this unknown where we have no idea what will happen. Because if you feel like, if my goal is to have faith, have a little bit more faith, is to have a little bit more peace of mind, we can't get stuck in all of these narratives. It's that if I take one step forward towards where I want to go, it might take 40 bloody years till I get to my promised land. But every step that I take, I literally split a sea. I literally reveal depths within myself that I didn't know that I had. And after they split their sea, all the women take out their tambourines and they're dancing. We literally need to celebrate the daily steps that we take that just go forward, that we just get up and we go to our job, but we take one step in doing in being the better person that we want to be that day and having a little bit of a healthier relationship in getting tools to get more of what we want in our life in trying to create that vision more of what we want and take one step forward that can split a sea for us every single day and go celebrate it. Shabbat shalom to you.